welcome back to the second episode of the Create to Impact podcast with me, Loyola Wynn. But today, I had a conversation with Josh Santiago, who is a fellow aspiring YouTuber, and his journey is just super inspiring. I mean, he's on that grind right now. He moved back with his parents and is currently paying off his college student loans. He's currently a full-time YouTube video editor. And I would say that he's someone who's not following that, you know, traditional path. He's doing his own thing. So I hope that you will enjoy this conversation. And also, disclaimer, I shot this at 2 a.m. So I'm sorry if I look dead, but um, Josh gave a lot of tips and advice for people who are following an untraditional path around video or just creativity so or entrepreneurship as well anyways let's just get right into it all right so hey guys no, so, so hey we, we just started talking all right oh sorry you're doing you're doing an intro you're doing, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. a little intro <laughs> okay <laughs> this is so professional I, I'm, I'm gonna like probably keep all this in but okay, okay good yeah real. yeah this is real no going back you know yeah okay guys so What's up guys? So this is the second episode of the Create to Impact podcast. And today we have our very first guest, my friend, Mr. Josh Santiago. So you want to introduce yourself a little bit? What's up everybody? Um, so I've known Loyola for like for six months maybe. We were both mm -hmm. making basketball card videos like pretty regularly so we got and uh, chatted about that for a bit uh but we also realized that we were very uh similarly minded like entrepreneurially and uh just kind of like with a you know desire to do our own things in life so that's kind of what i do on my channel lately i've been kind of documenting my progress uh with like freelance video editing which is my main like money making thing uh that i'm focused on at the moment and I also make basketball card videos and uh, just like videos about me and what I'm interested in and my uh, little YouTube community. And so that's, uh, that's what I'm up to. That's how I spend my time. Right, cool, dude. So you would say you're like, what? what's like your main thing right now? Like editing videos for other Yeah, I definitely YouTubers? spend most of my time. Yeah, I definitely spend most of my time editing videos for clients. I do some... Um, some of my clients, I do like all of the management and stuff too. Like I'll make the thumbnails and find the best title for the videos and search engine optimize, excuse me, and stuff like that. And um, I've got like two main clients that I do the whole channel for and one like my other, like I have three main clients and the third, I just like do the editing for. Um, but uh, the other like main ones, I do kind of everything. Yeah, and then so I have a couple would, other ones mm -hmm. that kind of just non really regularly uh, give me videos every once in a while, but just not as frequently as the like the the main ones that I have have dubbed them just now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So you would consider yourself a YouTube expert, right? Because you're doing like totally, all the totally, and everything, Definitely. right? You mean like Definitely. the whole process to like uploading and. Um, yeah, like I'll usually the like the video ideas themselves come from come from the clients. Um, sometimes I'll do like uh, just go deep into like a niche on YouTube and like search through all the mainly like through the search bar in YouTube is what I do because you can tell what people are searching for and like what's getting views by just typing stuff into the search bar because it's legit like just what people are searching for. And that's mm -hmm. what gets views on YouTube when people search for something and something comes up. 
um, especially for like a small channel that uh, isn't getting views just because they have a million subscribers already, you know? Uh, so like with my, like that's how I got started uh, getting views on the basketball card thing with my channel because um, it wasn't too popular a niche in YouTube. And I just like, you know, put the right, just like tags and title and stuff in, uh, in my videos. And then it would come up when people search like basketball card investing or like basketball, best basketball cards or whatever. That was how I actually found out about you through your, I think it was like, really? What did you say? Yeah. Um, like investing in basketball cards or something, investing in basketball cards. And I found your video. It was like, Nice. One of the first couple videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, I forget. I forget if that's like exactly how I found your videos too, but like definitely, you were also coming up. <laughs> Damn that YouTube SEO whatever search yeah, optimization some, thing. Somebody was. Um, I got a reply on a comment. You know, sometimes YouTube will give you a notification if someone replies to your comment, like on a video or whatever. Um, and I had commented on somebody's like day in the life of a freelance video editor, like right around when I first started doing it. I was like, oh, like I commented, like I just went full time with like two or three clients and have been, you know, increasing my rate and getting more clients and stuff. And somebody replied, um, like asking if they should go to school and stuff for editing. And I was like, I literally learned all of it, like not at school. And 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 the YouTube stuff specifically was like one like YouTube course that I bought for like 300 bucks that Dang, which taught me all the that? like tags and stuff. Think, think uh -huh. media, like grow with video. Right, course. right, right. Uh-huh. It has a bunch yeah, of Sean like YouTube. And like, uh -huh. Yeah, Sean Evans. Yeah, that dude's legit. Mm -hmm. Wait, is it Sean Evans? I think so. Yeah. Sean, Sean uh, something. Yeah. Sean Cannell. Sean Evans? Yeah, yeah. Else. Who's that? That's the hot <laughs> ones guy. <laughs> Kennel, Kennel's the guy. Kennel's yeah, the YouTube guy. You're watching too much <laughs> hot, hot one yeah. episode. Yeah, Sean oh Evans, bro. He taught me all about YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, nice. <laughs> so that's like your only income right now, right? Um, I, mean, um, I get videos? a bit of YouTube, a bit of YouTube ads money every mm -hmm. once in a while. I'll sell a basketball card, but um, yeah, it's mostly uh, like my clients for mm -hmm. for the youtube editing yeah and so like is your goal damn we're, we're already talking about goals but is um yeah, is your goal like um to eventually be able to make money off your own youtube channel i mean like do that full time instead of editing yeah, definitely um it's uh i was kind of just seeing like what like how far i can take my like editing right to to be like what like what first of all like what can i get this to but also like what would it have to be for me to just do that and like be good with what that gives me while i work on youtube right um and i'm kind of getting there i think like i don't know if i can do much more work myself um this is the first day in like maybe two months where like all my clients kind of lined up that I had happened to have finished all the work the last like week. And I don't have any videos like sitting ready to edit right now. Um, but that like, like I said, this is the first time that that's happened in like two months since I've had the current like roster of clients, you know? Mm -hmm. oh, excuse me. And so like, how did you find your clients? Was it like through Upwork or something? Yeah, I got, um, 
of the like three main clients I have right now, two of them were from Upwork and one of them was from a referral from one of those other two clients. Damn. The guy like watched the videos that I made for him, for the client and emailed the client and the client was like, this is my guy. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. And so how long has it been ever since you went full time with this? It was like the middle of June. So six, about six months, Damn. five months at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember watching one of your videos on like, you're like, oh, I quit my job or something, right? Yeah, remember I had not the, got a yeah. single client at that point. Mm-hmm. I got all my clients after that. <laughs> Damn. So, so you're I was just like, like, I have no choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So was it like from COVID and stuff that you like? So I had been like laid off from COVID. But then, uh, so I was, I was, I was out of work for like, you know, two months or something like that. And then, uh, then they like reopened and I came back. Well, I don't think that, so, so I worked at a golf course. Uh, I mean, I guess I can fucking talk about a, a place called Bandon Dunes, which is like a resort. There's like five different golf courses and it's like a worldwide, like it, people come from everywhere to golf there. And, um, one of the hotels, like also had a side little bar and it wasn't like attached to the main restaurants of the, of the, of the resort. So I was like the only guy at this small little bar off on like one of these only, the only hotel that had a bar inside it, the rest were like attached to restaurants. Right. So my side little bar got closed because of COVID, but the resort was still open. So the resort's been open the whole time, but my place got closed. So basically I got laid off until they were like, well, we can work you in to this other bar, you know, like the, the main regular bar at the, at like the, the main lodge of the resort, you know? So then I got like recruited back to, or, you know, just like, they were like, we can, you can work here from like at this bar from like 6am to 1pm on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I did that for like three weeks and hated every second of it i was like this is awful i have to i'm i this is bad for my my mental health and for like this my daily weekly structure because the place is like an hour away so i would have to wake up at like 4 a.m do my morning routine and then drive there to to open the place at like six and so it was just it was terrible because then i would stand there doing nothing till like noon when people come in for lunch because no one's like Sometimes people are getting a drink, you know, to go to like drink while they golf in the morning, but not like sit down and be a bar ever. So it was really, uh, plus just like, you know, I don't want to throw shade at anybody specifically, but like I, I was not appreciated. I felt, I felt by like servers and stuff that were working there. Just like any, like anyone that's ever worked at a restaurant, there was restaurant work there was restaurant drama like it, there, it just happens like working at a restaurant you know um but uh but yeah so it was basically like i i gotta get out like i was planning i was like sitting on my phone like typing in my notes app like my my plans to like i like writing out like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna have to do this i have to do this i have to make this youtube series i have to work on this income thing and this idea because nothing had really like really come together yet you know so i had this like I had a lot of time to think about like how, what I was going to do <laughs> when I, when mm-hmm. I quit, I had this like heroic vision of 
like the the first scene in that video when I quit that like I would I would quit in the, on the video and then I would play the song and then I would like start <laughs> the video. Uh huh. And so that's what I did, and it like it worked, I guess you know. Uh huh. And so how long was that? Like how how long did you endure that for? Like for from I mean I mean for that did like I work? six a.m. No no for the. 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. schedule thing. Yeah, I think I did it for like a month, like three, like three Jeez. or four weeks. Dude, 4 a.m. every morning, like just to drive there. Like, but it an was hour. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so it was the weekends. Oh. It wasn't straight. Oh. So it uh-huh. like so then so I would have to like recover for, for two days in during the week, and then I would have like one day to do to to like do productive stuff and you know have a normal sleep schedule and then i would start having to be like okay in two days i have to wake up really early so i should go to bed early today because the tomorrow i'll have to go to bed early to wake up the next day you know Mm -hmm. so i would have like one normal day out of the week so that would affect like me making videos and me like working out and everything just because the whole like the, the whole like daily schedule I had been trying to to get you know was like wake up early and do this and do that but uh, but you know at like 8 a.m or 7 a.m you know not like 4 a.m and, and go to bed at like 11 rather than mm-hmm. like 8 p.m at the latest mm-hmm. day and so like after that you um like went on upwork or something Right. Yes. Yeah, so after that, I went on. I went on Upwork, and I made. I think like the catalyst of why I was able to, uh, like, get clients successfully so quickly, was I made a video, like a video intro pitching myself, which uh, every client that I got said, "Oh, no one's ever done this before," and that's why I hired you. So that's why I know that <laughs> that is why. So I basically made a video, and I think you can see it on my website. I don't think it's public on my channel, but like thrivemediaproductions.com is my website. Uh, if you need an editor and you're watching this, that's the website. But um, basically I was just like, you know, like my, any of my YouTube videos, right? Like, hey, I, I hear you your channel is expanding and you need to outsource editing. This is why I'm the best. You know, I've been making videos since I was 10 years old and I've made stick figure animations and then like videos with my toys and then videos with my friends. And basically like, so I made an intro, which was a thing, but in the intro, I like showed progression in adaptability and skill, you know, and, uh, and obviously like the video itself is an example of my skill at editing, like currently, but I think it was also important to show like, I've been doing this for a while. I, I've progressed in like this program and this program and this program and doing this like style of thing to this style of thing. And, and also showed like my habit journal, how I would check editing as a habit. I was like, I realized editing is the habit that I've done more than any other thing. So you can know that like, this is something I do all the time, you know? So um, I think that like the most important thing to getting clients that I did was like pitch myself really well, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I actually stalked your website and watched the video. It's like really well made. Like you told, you told thank your you, whole story you. and stuff. I think I need to make a new one. Cause now I've got, I can make like, um, uh like client testimonials and stuff in there and like examples more like just more examples of Mm -hmm. like client work you know like before after is a cool like is important to show in those Mm -hmm. types of videos too fun fact i got the like the how to make a a 
video that pitches your idea, like your skill to a client, uh, I got an online course for that taught me how to do that. Wait, is it a different more course? Or? Different course, yeah. I also have, I have a review of it on my channel. It was from a, it was meant for to be like for uh, like photographers and videographers and like pitch your skill in that type of way. Um, but like obviously editing kind of falls still under the creative like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, freelance creative yeah. uh, job, right? So mm -hmm. I used it for that purpose. Mm -hmm. I had and tried. So, yeah. I had been also trying at the time to make like. Uh, like like a um like photography videography social media management thing go as well um mm -hmm. um but i realized that i had spent more time editing right so i was like i'm gonna make editing the thing that i tried to sell my skill as you know and smart that worked mm -hmm. not you know because I, I realized like um you know we all like have nice cameras and it's like oh i want to like do photography and videography for people right but like what you actually spend all the daily habits doing is the editing so i was like i'm gonna just do the editing for people but mm -hmm. for me at least that's how it was you know i yeah. didn't actually i like i was tracking all i was tracking like shooting photos shooting videos sh editing video editing videos editing photos and the ed like you know i just did the editing way more frequently so it's like if just reps and time at doing a thing points to how good you will be at the thing, then I'm probably a lot better at editing than I am at like taking videos and photos for people. So I'm going to try to do that instead. Mm -hmm. So would you say that you like editing more than like photography or videography? Um, well, it's definitely like necessary for those things mm -hmm. too. Like you have to do it. I um, mean like shooting. Yeah. Like filming. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I probably like it all evenly. Like it's satisfying to, crank out and edit sometimes it's not like fun you know to like uh type in text on the side of a video and make yeah. a sound effect when it pops up but i mean it's it's like it's satisfying i think to to finish it all and just like it hasn't really like the novelty and the like satisfaction of uh, like me actually doing all of the stuff for my myself and my income is like satisfying in itself no matter what the the task is I think um, and like the fact that I can do it at any time anywhere uh, in itself makes that makes it satisfying for me um, but it, it, like I am thankful that it's editing that I'm doing like because that's I, like I'm good at it right so it's satisfying to do something you're good at and I don't know you know it it's not the edit like the editing is my favorite thing ever but I'm I'm good at it and it pays my bills and I like made it happen myself. So that's like really mm -hmm. satisfying about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so how did you learn how to edit? I know that you edit on um, Premiere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I first used Premiere in college actually. Um, so we maybe, I guess we can tip the beanie to college for that. But uh, I, had been editing in just like free programs and stuff like literally since I first started like making videos of my toys or stick figures or claymation. Um, you know, when I was a kid, like 10, 12 years old. Uh, so just like the idea of uh, like the kind of brain space you have to have to be able to realize like just like clips moving in, in, in space and cutting and, organizing clips at like the like psychology I guess that is editing I've been doing for for a long time but um like 
keyboard shortcuts and using Premiere itself. I've been doing for maybe like four, four to six years, whatever the math is that I can't think of right off the top of my head. But like early college, I started using Premiere. Mm-hmm. And was that like when, I mean, you said you started making videos in college. No, like started using Premiere, using like shortcuts and stuff, right? In college. Yeah, so. I, started, like, I started using the program Premiere in college because uh-huh. they had it on the you know, on their computers. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. And so but then I was like, this making, is what I know. So I got it myself. Yeah. Were, were you just like making videos for fun in college? Um, I would make, so I had made videos for fun when I was like really young until like middle school and then kind of didn't in high school. But then in college I, and I went to a super tiny Catholic school with no like programs and other classes other than like history and math you know so i I never did any like creative type of Mm -hmm. class ever so in college i found like oh there's classes about film and digital media creation so i was like oh that's like fun that's what i used to do for fun so i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that so that's how i got back into it in college and i still would make videos for class i don't think i ever made videos for fun um until like later in college when I was like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel too. Cause I used to make videos for fun and I had fun making these projects in college. So I'm going to make videos for fun again, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, what made you fall in love with just like the process of edit, I mean, shooting, editing, and then like uploading videos onto YouTube. YouTube itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually first started YouTube. I think we talked about this. Like when we first started talking, like I would first start, I first started making YouTube videos, like, Cause I would watch like entrepreneurial YouTube videos that were like, you need to make a personal brand and have a build following, you know? So I was like, Oh, mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. videos are fun for me. So I'm going to make a personal brand and have a following. Uh, but I kind of stopped doing that when I was like, this is really fucking boring to like make videos about how I'm trying to make money, you know, which is kind yeah. of ironic. Cause that's kind of just what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing now, I'm like, this is how I made money the last month. But it's different, uh, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree, it's different. Um, uh, I guess I started. Oh no! So what I started realizing was like everyone that I, I basically I don't watch like movies really, or I guess I watch movies, but not like I don't know TV shows or stuff. St- like mostly I watch YouTube, right, for like entertainment, mm-hmm. you know. And I realized that the people I was watching on YouTube and stuff were. Uh, like were people just like me that just people with a camera and regular people. And I was like, Oh, I can, I could, it would be crazy, but I could be that for other people by, you know, sharing the ideas and the things that I, you know, spend my time doing and the things I like and the ideas that I'm passionate about, um, you know, with the camera and with the, skills that I have with a camera that are fun to do like with colors and matching music and like make just the whole like uh like making my like maybe I'm because I, I would kind of think like maybe I'm not the best at like speaking and kind of talking out my ideas and feelings and stuff but maybe I can like make those feelings and stories with a camera a little bit better Damn. so that's kind uh-huh. of like a fun thing to try so I would uh yeah so like all those ideas kind of together like the i could be the person on the internet for people as crazy as it would be and i I like doing the camera stuff and this is the kind of the place that you do that so i started Mm -hmm. to try doing that you know 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like YouTubers are, I mean, some YouTubers are a lot more relatable compared to like movies. Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like more realistic. Yeah, of stuff. course. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like you're pretty consistent on YouTube though. Like, I mean, I I mean you're working a like full-time job and you're also like uploading videos like what three times a week you would say? Um yeah, three times a week like when I that like that is what I have declared that <laughs> I'm sticking to, you know. Sometimes uh-huh. one one gets dropped off. <laughs> yeah. And so like do you batch film your videos or like do you have like a system for that? Um I I have so so I make one video that's kind of like a life update. So I don't really, I can't really batch that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I make one video that's a podcast. So it's kind of like a weekly thing. So I can't really batch that either. Um, and then I make ba- the basketball card videos. I do try to batch. Uh, but generally it, sometimes, most of the time it gets procrastinated until like the day before. And mm-hmm. I just make it like as, as I go regardless. Um, but I do try to, to batch like the basketball card ones because it's like a the topic is just something uh that can be watched you know whenever yeah unless it's like a like these people this month of the season did well or whatever you know then it yeah. kind of has to be done live but i don't really like trying to make those videos because they don't yeah do like top five cards in invest in right now. Yeah, yeah yeah like those like those videos got a lot of views when like right when you make them but they don't continue to get views like the month mm-hmm. after yeah um uh, and that's kind of what I found with the, I used to do uh, like a every, like this week in the NBA and I would track the like values and stuff. And the, like those videos did really well when I was making them, but they don't give views anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was kind of like my, what I was guess Like I was, you know, I committed to like do that for the whole NBA restart just to see what would happen. And I was, I was right. Like they got a lot of views, but then they didn't, you know? So I'm yeah. trying to think of ways to, you know make like four video four or five videos at a time for the basketball card ideas uh mm-hmm. probably do that i'll do that today and tomorrow since i am in the dip of of client videos you know mm-hmm. and so what would you say your channel revolves around right now like just documenting your journey of like making money or something yeah <laughs> Wait, I think that so. sounds it's so funny. bad but yeah yeah <laughs> i think so it's it's like uh I've, I kind of just, um, definitely like basketball cards are the most popular thing, you know? Um, but I've, uh, been just like making videos about whatever for a while. And every once in a while, some of those things like start to catch on. Like I made a video about how I bought the, like the iMac that I edit the videos on, which is from like 2013. And, uh, that video like, got quite a few views because of the whole just search engine optimizing for that specific idea. And uh, so now some people are following me specifically for that, or some people are following me specifically for like the knee rehab exercise program that I'm doing. Cause I, you know, just like one of the weeks, cause I've got one video a week that isn't uh, about basketball cards. There's the podcast. And then there's just like what I like what I wanted to make a video about this week, you know? So every once in a while, those videos catch catch on right and start getting a little bit of my subscribers are following me for that specific content you know so um it kind of mainly is like the like freelance 
and habits, which are most of the people that watch my podcast, I found are kind of following me for that because that's where I kind of talk about that the most. Uh, and or at least give like weekly updates about it the most. Sometimes my main like Saturday video or whatever is about that. But um, so it's like uh, freelance basketball cards, knee exercise. <laughs> it's like what I'm at the, mm-hmm, the most mm-hmm. people are following me about right now on the channel. Mm-hmm. And so like, remember your, your, your meeting to California series? Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, so are, are you still like working on that? Or like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just don't like show the intro and stuff and like specifically call out that that's what it is. But, um, I mean, that's like something I want to do, like, but I just kind of realized that it's not going to happen for a few years. So I, I guess it feels a little bit more genuine to not call it that every week since it's not something that's going to happen soon, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, what's the plan right now for you? Just like, so you know, my family you- actually in uh, like three weeks is moving back to, do you know, like U.S. geography beyond like, you know, not really east coast west west coast so so wisconsin is where we're from which is a state just like in the middle of the country Mm -hmm. um, in in like the great lakes area yeah um so it's like the midwest part of the u.s they call that like kind of Mm -hmm. the middle the middle top is like the midwest it's not like the mountains like colorado and Montana. (laughs) which are uh-huh. like the middle, middle of the state. It's kind of a bit more e- – it's funny that they call it the Midwest because it's a bit more east, but uh, it's like the Midwest. It's farm. There's like farms and hills and as far as like geography, right? But then there's just a bunch of, you know, towns and cities and suburbs, right? Uh, it's a bit, bit less exotic than the like West Coast, which is where we are now. But um, so we're on we're in Oregon, which is this, on, the, on the West Coast, right? The same like – part of the like northern like the pacific northwest mm-hmm. like north of california right so yeah. we're moving back like two thousand miles into the country to wisconsin where like we grew up where we lived until like two years ago when they moved out here to the coast mm-hmm. and then i moved out with them like a year ago so they've been here in oregon for like two years and we're moving back to wisconsin but to a different part of Wisconsin, like a different city, but still like way closer to like our family and mm-hmm. my friends and people we've known. Uh, so that's happening in like three weeks. So uh, uh, kind of just prepping for that. Like you can see there's boxes and stuff over here mm-hmm. and the whole downstairs is just like a city of boxes. Wait, how are you guys going to go there? Like a um, road we trip, a, plane? Yeah, or? so we've got we've got a like a moving company that's going to take all of our all of our shit right and uh like there's another company that's going to take our cars and then we're going to go in a third car me my three siblings my parents and our two dogs and drive back damn how many hours is that it's gonna be like 33 hours it's a drive done the drive twice or mm-hmm. three times i guess because I've, I've gone I've gone from Wisconsin to here and back. And then when I moved out here, I drove out. So mm-hmm. I've, I've done the, the huge drive like three times and it's, it's crazy. Like when I did it, uh, I did it just me, just me and my dog once. Um, but I did it with 
two friends, so three drivers the other time, and it took about like 30 to 35 hours when Pete, when one person was constantly driving, you know? Wow. Uh, but it took yeah. like three days when I did it myself and would just pull off and sleep. We just like, I mean, stop somewhere at like, I, I don't know, and like sleep. Sleep yeah, there's like then... just rest stops and stuff you can pull uh-huh. off that have a, you know, a bathroom and a place to fill your water bottle and like gas stations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Unlike yeah. the big highways, there are a lot there's lots of there's lots of stuff like that, like gas stations with huge parking lots for semi trucks and places to sleep for people that are just driving, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so like you're moving because like your family is moving? It's Yeah, like- my dad like just got a different job uh, uh it kind of was uh it, it was it's less of a like i don't know there's less of a community with infrastructure to have like extracurriculars and stuff for the the kids here and uh i don't know they, my parents just didn't really like the way the way stuff goes out here as opposed to just like a midwest suburban upbringing for like mm-hmm. raising a family yeah and so, wait, right now you're working to, like, pay off your student loans? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I moved back, I moved, like, back in with my parents, like, a year ago to do that and, like, to start my business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, uh, uh, the fact that I have no bills and they are, like, paying for my food it very much accelerates that process. And I'm thankful mm-hmm. for that. Dang, that's tough. Wait, so so you did graduate from college, right? I didn't. No, I I had like a year left and dropped. College dropout. Oh yeah, damn. Yeah, dude. Uh huh. <laughs> Wait, um, which college did you go to? Was it one in? Went to Wisconsin? the University of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And so, wait, at that time, did you know that you want to do something like related to camera photography, videography? editing um yeah i think like maybe two years into college i I realized like oh like i kind of want to do my own thing you know Mm -hmm. it's funny at the time i felt like i was you know taking an easier like an easier way out you know like i'm just gonna do my own thing and make my own money like and not have a boss like that's gonna be way easier but like totally wasn't like it was kind of like an arrogant choice at Uh the time right that's like oh like i'm totally way better than college right so i can do stuff myself and make money and do it whenever you know Mm -hmm. but it actually took like uh, you know like being a bit more humble and being like this is gonna take like a lot of work and it's gonna suck for a bit you know and Mm -hmm. maybe even more so than going into class and stuff would would have but it was just kind of weird to realize like you know years later that that was kind of a flipped (laughs) idea that i kind of didn't realize at the time Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Wow. So you, I mean, you would say that it's much harder than, I mean, I mean, going into the real world, like it's much harder than like sucking it up and like going. I think into it's harder classes. in the fact that there's not like a, uh, like a recipe that you have to follow. There's not like steps that are people telling you what to do. You kind of have mm-hmm. to be like accountable for the things that you know. Hopefully, will result in what you're trying to do you know uh like for me uh when there's not really i don't know like uh anybody telling me what to do right i kind of have to make myself make myself do stuff right like like now that kind of manifests in like if i don't have any client videos 
uh, like if I'm doing something for somebody else or because somebody told me like, it's going to get done, I'm going to get it done like a paper or a client project or like a deadline that someone else imposed. But if it's like a video, if it's a project of my own or like maybe I didn't have any clients and I was just, I knew I had to do the work to start that up, but there was no deadline for it. It was just something I had to do eventually. That type of thing takes longer and I mean, maybe not takes longer, but is harder to motivate myself to do mm-hmm. since it just kind of has to come out of nowhere. Whereas something like school or something like, uh, you know, a client video that has a due date now is that type of thing, right? Is um, something that gets done way, like it will, no matter what, get done. Cause I know I have to do it mm-hmm. for like, cause it's for somebody else, right? It's not just like an idea that I had, like, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to, you know, make a video when I have zero subscribers. Like it's, it, it's hard when there's not anything that when mm-hmm. there's no precedent for you to do a thing, to start doing that thing, you know? That's true. That's true. So, so you, in, so yeah. in the beginning, like of the, like on, like, I guess, uh, how I was saying it is a lot harder than like mm-hmm. college uh, is, is because like for me doing something, like doing stuff like that uh, takes a lot of momentum to like get rolling and get in the routine of doing, you know, like habits that I didn't have before that I realized I need to have to mm-hmm. like that. The person that is what I want to be has, it is hard to install those, you know, and so when and then you continue to do that, even though it's not, uh-huh. even though it's not like getting you exactly what you want immediately yeah. and just trusting that it will eventually. Mm-hmm. it's like the yeah. hard thing i had to realize yeah mm. and so like how, how do you start getting to the whole habit tracking thing um i had uh so i started doing that when i first moved back here so i worked at a summer camp for a summer like a year ago before i moved here to my parents house uh and when i moved here i started doing it um i had i had kind of on and off like written out a to-do list for the next day, the night before. Um, but I never really stuck with journaling or like writing out habits or anything. But so it started with, I realized like uh, my day, I'm all like my days are a little bit more productive if I sit down and write out what I want to do the next day, the night before. So I started with just um, like, and I also had like, I had the idea of, you know, I had watched YouTube videos that are like, you know, habits build on each other. Right. And you have to start with something simple, you know? So I, with that idea in mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to commit or I'm going to try to like, just write, just like open the journal and write something every day as, as a habit. Uh, and basically just like writing the date and my weight or whatever, like something that's easy that like, isn't, doesn't really require any mental energy, right? Like open the book and write literally anything. And, um, so I started doing that. And once I noticed, I was like, Hey, I'm kind of doing this all the time. What can like, what productive things can be branched off from this and be added to this thing that I already do. So I started, um, then doing like the to-do list or the schedule or the schedule or like the loose schedule of the day. Right. Um, and then I was like, okay, so now that the, like now that the journal is a place I go every day, what can I do there? So then I started, so it first was like a, you know, just like the little daily thing. 
So then it's like, okay, now I'm going to the journal all the time. What else can we, can we do? So then I was like, okay, I'll bookmark a page that will be like the whole month in review, not just like the little daily thing that I add. So then I started adding like the whole habits and the grid and uh, kind of, you know, build, building off that and different uh, like things that I saw from different people's like, this is my bullet journal productive routine videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, I kind of just like took pieces from, from those types of videos and with, with the idea that like, okay, this is something I do. How can I fit like how I use the journal with some of the things that I have seen that benefit other people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what would you say are the, like the top, like most important habits that you're doing right now? Um, well, so there's like the, like the idea of the anchor habit, right? That the habit that facilitates all the other habits. And that's just like using the journal in general. I'd say is the most important because it uh, be like, because I do that, I was able to add the other things. Um, but I like uh, as like cornerstone habit, like, so other habits like that, that because I do them benefit me in other ways, I would say our exercise um, meditation, obviously editing, editing um, mm-hmm. was like something that built to another thing, you know, um, but so I was like, uh, exercise meditation, the journal itself, which isn't like a habit I track in the journal. Obviously I use the journal, so it, it, it works, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but then like, uh, like a key performance indicator, uh, for like, for my work is just, I track freelance jobs completed. Like I'll just put a check when I complete a job so that I have like the number of jobs that I completed. So I can, I can, um, track like the number of jobs I completed and the amount of money I made and see like what I made per job on average too. So I, so I've focused on like increasing the number of jobs that I do and the dollar amount per job, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what, what is the day in the life of you, your, yours look like, like right, right when you wake up, you know, your morning routine, right. In, until you like <clears throat> fall asleep. So right now, um, it's kind of actually different than the last time I even, I was thinking about like how I've every once in a while I'll make a video of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, cause it changes and it has changed since I've last made a video about it. So these days I will wake up, I will do, um, I'll like let the dogs out cause they like bark at me. Wait, will, what, what time do you wake up at around? Okay. Okay. I wake up at, um, so I set an alarm for seven. Mm-hmm. I don't always wake up at it. Um, or I mean, that's, that's a lie. When the alarm goes off, I wake up, but sometimes the night before I will set the alarm to be later. Right. Mm-hmm. If I stayed up a little extra late or something, but, um, most of the time I wake up at seven, I, you know, uh, I like weigh myself, write that in the journal, take the dogs out. I make like a, a, a shake of like of creatine, this like mushroom supplement. that's supposed to be like good for your brain. I've been doing um, mm-hmm. like a five, it's got like fiber in it. Also I'll do salt, lime juice, basically just like a, all these like vitamins and minerals and stuff that's supposed to be good for you. Uh, it doesn't really taste good at all. And I'll chug that in a big like protein shaker bottle. It's like 16 ounces of water. So that's like hydrate, uh, vitamins and minerals right away. I wake up also do a coffee. Um, then what do I do? Goddamn. Oh no. Then I'll, I've been doing exercise in the morning. Um, as opposed to usually I would like to do it at night. Cause I remembered, uh, 
like when I, when I worked at the restaurant, like this is multiple years ago, I used to work at a restaurant mm-hmm. also. Um, and I would always have to work out in the morning, but on my days off, I would like to work out at night just cause I had kind of like been eating food all day and it would be kind of fueled with energy. And, um, I just kind of liked my schedule better when I did that. So in my head, I was like, man, when, when all my schedule is in my own, I'll be, I'll be someone that works out at night because that's what I like doing, you know? But then um, as I've been like super busy the last few months, I've kind of just like edited into the night and done work and had to push off the workouts sometimes. And I didn't like that. So I was like, uh, excuse me, I'm gonna do the workouts in the morning, just get them out of the way. And then I can work as much as I want in the night. So, um, so I've been working out in the morning is the moral of that story. So, so what type of workout are you doing? So for my lower body, I do this like rehab program cause I kind of hurt my knee a few months ago. Um, so I do this, uh, like a knee program that's, uh, it's like calf raises and like tib- like your tibialis is the muscle on the front of your, on the front of your, uh, shin. Uh-huh. So like that muscle is important for knee health because it's like, uh, it's the muscle that mainly like decelerates or that absorbs the force of deceleration, which is hard on the knees if your knees aren't, or if those muscles aren't strong. So mm-hmm. those muscles, so it's, it's these weird, like little exercises that are like, like you like lift your, lift your toe yeah. towards your, towards your <laughs> knee, or like you do like this quarter squat with your leg out in front of you. Oh shit. Uh-huh. But so it's these weird, like leg exercises for my lower body that I do. But then, I noticed I was, you know, starting to starting to gain some weight that I didn't like because I wasn't doing all these, because normally I do like full body, like squatting or bench pressing, like uh, if I'm in the gym, right. Or like kettlebell workouts that are just like whipping the weight around, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like I like to work out really, like really, really hard. Um, but I can't really do that because my knees hurt. So I still have to figure out how to, um, like, exert my whole body without hurting my knees so i will do just like regular upper body like stuff on the days that i'm not doing lower body stuff which is i've got like a you know like a like a bench that you know you can adjust and stuff so i'll Mm -hmm. do the kettlebell just like i have kettlebells i don't really go i don't like go to the gym because of covid and stuff um Mm -hmm. but uh i still have the kettlebells and stuff so i'll basically do like weightlifting type movements with those um for my upper body, just like presses and rows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also got this program that I've started doing this week that is like specifically, it's called like a, like the durability program from uh, like this company that makes the kettlebells that I use on it is the company like Joe Rogan talks about, talks about it all the time. Um, but uh, it's basically like a, it was, it was like, if you, if you are coming back from an injury or a long period of not working out, like you like do this program and it's all like hips and shoulders and abs and like neglected areas. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, but also like easy on the, the joints, right? Cause it's supposed to be for people that are, you know, like injured and coming back. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that and it has been not hurting my knee in the way that like the kettlebell workouts have. So that's been cool to like kind of exercise with my whole body again uh but not um but not hurt my knees and i think it's actually helping the knees as well so it might get some more attention specifically on the channel since people damn damn how how much was it the course the program thing um it's like 30 bucks but you also use these um they use like 
five pound dumbbell here. I'll, I'll send you the link of it after, after uh-huh. this. Yeah. Um, but it was on sale for black Friday. It still might be, um, it was like 50% off. Cause it's just, it's just a, it's information, you know, it's uh-huh. a video that you follow along yeah. and the guy like coaches and stuff. And you're supposed to use these like, f- these like clubs that they sell, but I just mm-hmm. use dumbbells cause I have uh-huh. five pound dumbbells. Um, I ordered the clubs, but they're not here yet, but I wanted to start the program <laughs> ahead of time, you know? I'm also, since we're moving, we're sending everything we're ordering. We don't know how long it's going to take. So we're sending it to, to like my sister's house in Wisconsin Uh so that Uh we can like make sure it doesn't come to our house when we're not here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this program, uh, I, it, yeah, I'll send it to you. It's, it's helped me so far and I enjoy it. Sounds good. So that's the exercise. So then that, um, so then I'll like shower and shit and eat. And then I'll probably start work anywhere from like 10 to noon for the day Mm -hmm. and uh, work, you know, as long as I have to, if there's a video, I like told myself I would finish that day. I'll work till it is done, whether that's like five or 8 PM. Generally Mm -hmm. I'm not working past like 9 PM. I'll kind of put a hard stop on like super late night working. Mm -hmm. Um, but every once in a while, there's something that needs a deadline and I'll just like work until it is done, you know? Uh, but then after that, I like to, you know, play video games or watch football or uh, sometimes I'll do the, like the knee or upper body work in the morning and then do the, like that program I was just talking about, like at night after I do the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I like to, I like to do my meditation, like right before I go to sleep which sometimes you, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, don't do it before you go to bed because you'll just fall asleep. You just sleep, yeah. Yeah, but I actually like it. I actually have been liking it then because, uh, you know, you're always like in, to initiate your nighttime routine, you're supposed to like not look at your phone and stuff mm-hmm. for like an hour or screens before you go to bed, right? That's but like impossible. Obviously like that never happens, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I always, um, it's good to like do that. I, I listen to like guided meditations, so it's, uh, it's easier to not fall asleep when mm-hmm. you're kind of being, you're someone's, you know, right. kind of nudging yeah. you in the right direction. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'll turn off all the screens. Right. And just like kind of sit in the dark, like sit up and do that whole thing for like right before I go to bed. And that's kind of nice to kind of disconnect from like being part of the screens and connect mm-hmm. more to just like consciousness itself. Right. Yeah. Or, and because then you can kind of sometimes um like your mind is racing and stuff and you can't really like sleep because you're still like thinking about stuff it helps you to not like be attached to that as and so you, how, how how long do you like meditate that, at night like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes mm-hmm. however long the guided meditation is mm-hmm. i use the sam Harris the sam harris waking up app waking up heard of that mm-hmm. yeah i got it yeah i like that one Mm-hmm. And so how many hours of sleep do you get on average? Uh, it's between seven and nine. Damn. I get, yeah, uh, I, I have, uh, I'm liberal with my sleep. I will go back to sleep if I feel I have not gotten enough for sure. Damn. Cause generally I don't have something that is like that I need to do immediately in the morning. I mean, if I do, which is rare, I'll, you know, get up and have less sleep, but I rarely, I have, I really have to do that. 
Uh -huh. And then, yeah, and then, what do you do during the day? Um, I mean, I mean, when you like take breaks during during your work sessions. Usually, I take a break to eat, like lunch, or I'll like throw the football around outside with my brothers, or play basketball outside with my brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, hang out with my sister, just kind of chill around, you know, chill downstairs with the family, see what they're up to. Yeah. My siblings are homeschooled, so they have lots of free time too. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. And wait, so how many hours on average, I mean, a day on average, do you think you like edit and spend time working? Um, depends. Probably like, like de definitely like at least three or four, like, wi like wired in, not doing, not distracted or anything else or watching YouTube videos or being distracted. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, maybe, <laughs> maybe like double that it's like actually saying this is like damn i need to kind of lock in more but probably maybe like double that is like it my brain is in like i still have things to do mode you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah so maybe like six to six to eight hours a day of work before i'm like you can sit and play video games now you know mm-hmm so, so that you can like, I mean, play video games without feeling guilty or something. Yeah, right? yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, it's not something I'll do if I know I have stuff to do, you know, but, mm -hmm. but right. And so what, what's the future for Mr. Josh Santiago right now? Um, well, if I, it's kind of up in the air whether or not when I move back to Wisconsin, I'll move out and like live with, live with friends again, or like mm -hmm. live with roommates or live alone even. Um, but I'll probably live with my parents for another like year. And um, I actually did the math. Like if I, um, I mathed out like, you know, per day, uh, like what I'm making from my clients and stuff. Right. And if I continue to make what I'm making, I'll have all my student loans paid off in less than 200 days. So uh, I will be doing that for mm -hmm. about that long still. And then um, probably take like, you know, the expenses that were like paying student loans and stuff that won't, that won't be there anymore and use that for like rent and just move out at that time. So I'll probably live with my parents for maybe another year-ish and then uh, move out and live on my own and continue to do the same things that I'm doing, working on my YouTube channel and editing videos because that is working, you know? It's awesome. Wait, and so you you're probably gonna move out with your friends in Wisconsin, and then I mean the California um, thing probably like probably yeah, because pro mm -hmm. I mean like I still still have a lot of friends in Wisconsin, and mm -hmm. it's gonna take more time. Like I would rather uh, you know enjoy some more time. Like uh, like living on your own is better yeah. than living with your parents, dude. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be doing <laughs> that and saving for the you know, the bigger future Josh goal of, of moving to California, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, All right. I'm awesome, dude. I'm pumped for you. Thank so you. You as well. I've been enjoying, I've been enjoying watching your different, your different content too. I can, I can see that it will, uh, you know, like I was saying how sometimes like one of my random videos that I made something about starts to get momentum and people are watching for that. That will totally happen if you keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that, dude. And thanks for coming on today, being the first of guest. Of course. Yes. Mm -hmm. Many success. Right. Wished for the new series. <laughs> All right. Sounds good.
So I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Not really interview, super chill, um, but I really just got a bunch of insights from Josh to share his journey and a bunch of tips and advice as well on building habits and you know his daily routine for him to progress towards his goals. So I got a bunch of tips from that as well. <laughs> so anyways guys, hope you guys enjoy this one and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.